New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. As a tradesman, I found it quite hard to find information that was relevant to the trades that I could apply into business. When I went through TAFE, which is the Australian equivalent of college in the United States, The information we got there was not only dated, but it was completely not applicable to a modern business. If you can relate to that in any way whatsoever, then you're going to love the site shed. So in 2015, it's all about operating as effectively and as efficiently as you can. Small business owners tend to wear a lot of hats these days. However, a lot of those tasks can be aided by technology and A lot of those tasks could potentially even be eliminated by technology and automation. If you find yourself working late or if you're not seeing your family enough, if you're not taking enough time for yourself, if your processes are outdated, if you're not spending enough time doing what's important like following up quotes, chasing leads, you might be operating out of a paper diary, you might be missing appointments and angering customers, then this next series of podcasts is going to be ideal for you to tune into. The solution of course is cloud technology and I've uh, asked Clinton from Tradypad to co-host me on this series because we're going to talk about cloud computing and we're going to talk about how uh, you can implement cloud computing into the trades and um, transform your business and as a result, transform your lives. What you're going to learn out of this series is how to get some time back in your day, how to automate areas of your business, how to never miss an appointment again, how to plan your day better, uh, how to keep records of your customers how to manage your jobs and projects, and most importantly, in my opinion, is how you can build an asset into your company. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. So I'd like to welcome Clinton. Um, Thanks for co-hosting with us on this series. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. No problem. Um, my, I'm just going to give a bit of a background on uh, my relationship with uh, Tradypad. So uh, I actually studied at TAFE with one of the owners of uh, Tradypad, Dave. And um, as, as a result, we both, we, we both became plumbers. Uh, Dave started a business on the uh, north, northern beaches. And um, yeah, he was working alongside Clinton there. And they, they came up with the idea to start Tradypad. A couple of years later, I started a company called Trady Web Guys, and um, we've just been best friends ever since. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, Clinton, just give us a quick rundown on TradyPad for the listeners. So, uh, so we're a, essentially we're a training organisation, but we help uh, we help tradespeople and business owners embrace technology and understand how technology can help them uh, make the running of their business a bit easier and a bit more efficient. Uh, and um, and we help business owners understand what solutions they need to to run to use within their business, 
and then we can help them uh, set it all up, train them how to use it, uh, and generally help make business better. Yeah, absolutely. So I've invited Clinton to co-host on this series with me because um, we've worked very closely over the years, and uh, I'm probably their biggest fan. Um, I've even got this tradie pad tattoo. Do I show you that? (laughs) (laughs) You're scaring me now, man. No, no, they do. They have an amazing product, and... um, both our organisations share a very similar passion for helping the industry progress and move forward. Um, and in this series, we're going to be talking about specifically, firstly, cloud solutions, and we're going to incorporate into uh, that talk, we're going to uh, discuss um, some financial platforms. Um, then we're going to talk about job management, and then we're going to talk about project management. Um, so the two different job management and project management certainly apply to different companies, and we're going to try and uh, just uh, alleviate some of the, um, uh, what's the word? Confusion. Confusion around which does what for who. So, okay, we're going to dive straight into episode one now, which is cloud. So, Clinton, what is cloud computing? It's a bit of a buzzword at the moment, the whole cloud thing, but essentially it's uh, it's a, just a, where your information is stored. So, in the, in the um, traditionally information and data has been stored on uh, locally on your computer so you might create a folder on your computer and you can then put files and stuff into that folder but you can only access that on that one computer cloud allows us to store folders and files not just on the computer but on uh, on a, an online storage facility uh, and we can then access that from lots of different locations so I can store something in uh, a cloud storage facility like Dropbox or Google Drive or uh, I might use some cloud-based software and when I enter information and store stuff uh, on that uh, in that cloud tool I can then access that from my computer from my phone from my tablet from a computer on the other side of the world so it's basically centralized storage uh, with uh, online capability so that we can access it from anywhere and uh, we can share that with lots of people as well. So, I mean, why have we chosen this as the uh, number one topic or the first, the first uh, episode for this series? Uh, because it's the it's the thing that's really driving this whole uh, evolution of business management and operational tools. The cloud is allowing us to have uh, mobile devices like phones and tablets uh, that can access software and record information out in the field. Uh, and can feed information back to the office instantly. Um, so we're, it, it's really driving the whole change in, um, in, in business operations because it's opening up, um, it's opening up collaboration capabilities and, um, and communication, lines of communication between uh, the office and the field and allowing business owners to run their business from anywhere. I've been running my business now for 20 years. I'm an electrician. Why do I need all this cloud stuff? Uh, it's going to make your life make your life easier, make your business more efficient and more effective, uh, and and get um, it's going to it's going to make the business um, like you mentioned at the start, give the business some structure and give it uh, make your business an asset. So in the in the past, a lot of a lot of um, business operations has been kept in the business owner's head. So. Um, having the tools that we've got now allows you to get that information out of your head um, and systemize your operations 
and really make the business something of value. So you, what you're talking about is turning intellectual knowledge into intellectual property. Yeah, exactly. I like it. <laughs> I'll claim that. Yeah, winner. Okay, well, what are, the, what are the common pain points that you see day-to-day in companies that you do your scoping sessions with? Uh, the biggest inefficiency I see is, is um, duplication of effort. So I know this from my own personal experience. When, um, when, when we were plumbing, we had um, all the traditional uh, job management tools of job cards and diaries and invoice books. And the number of times that information gets duplicated or replicated is ridiculous. So we'd get a phone call that would come in from a client. We'd note it, drop it down in a notepad. You'd then copy that onto a job card. You'd call one of the guys out in the field. You'd give them the information about the job. They'd write it on a job card. And they write down the work that they've done or the times that they've spent or material they've used. That then comes back to the office, sits in a big pile of job cards, and that gets entered again into an accounting system. So that replication of effort is a massive waste of time. Um, and it's also, they're all breaking points as well. If a job card gets lost at somewhere along, somewhere along the process, potentially that's lost business, that's lost income. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I can remember... I can remember once when I was plumbing, losing my uh, my my diary, my my Reese paper diary. It's like losing a piece of your brain. <laughs> I felt like I lost an arm. Yeah, it was <laughs> unbelievable because everything everything revolved around it, and it was ridiculous that you had an entire business based on on a paperback diary. Mm. Whereas now, what you're saying with cloud computing is um, it doesn't matter if you lose your diary. Actually, it doesn't even matter if you lose your computer. Yeah, because you can still access it from your phone. You can access it from your iPad, That's or right. you can go buy another computer and you can access it from it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Exactly. So it's it's automated backup, um, as well as accessibility. Yeah. So implementing cloud computing, apart from what you just mentioned there, with I suppose the um, you know the advantage of uh, being able to have everything located on a you know on a on a on the on the cloud as such. What what are the how else can it help? I mean, let's talk about I suppose from a um, let's talk about from a management point of view. So, uh, like automating that process from when a phone cut when the, when the call comes in to when you actually invoice. So I find I find that it cuts down on uh, a lot of the steps that are required from the traditional paper-based processes. So going back to what I was saying about the duplication of effort, when we've got the right tools in place, you're able to enter something once and it just flows to where it needs to flow to. So, for example, you might get a phone call from a client. Um, we create a new customer record, we create a job for them, we schedule it to one of the guys. Um, they receive that, They receive all that information via their phone or their iPad or their tablet, whatever they've got. Um, and that, that information that you've entered initially for creating that customer and creating that job then flows to where it needs to flow to. It goes out to the guy in the field. He can then record some information about what he's done um, and that information can then just flow straight into your accounting system. Um, so that that single entry of data becomes a, a huge time saver and also cuts back on a lot of human error, a lot of potential breaking points, like I mentioned. So let's let's just touch on that um, on the on the accounting side of things. Um, cloud accounting has obviously been a massive revolution in the last five years. Um, how can cloud accounting benefit a trade-based organization? It basically lets you access your information from anywhere. 
Uh, we've, we've got a lot of clients that come through that are using traditional accounting programs like MYOB or QuickBooks. Excel. Uh, Excel, a lot of Excel, um, and even a shoebox, you know, putting your receipts and everything into a shoebox. Um, and that's not that uncommon. Uh, and that, that those, those tools work, but you're severely restricted with where you can access it from, um, who can access it, um, and, and, and integration. So the ability to have other things feeding information into the accounting system. So cloud-based accounting has provided access from anywhere. So for example, um, we use Xero within Tradypad. I can access all of the financial information about Tradypad from any device that's connected to the internet. So from your phone, from my phone, from a computer on the other side of the world, I can log in and access all of the business information and I can have my accountant and my bookkeeper on the other side of the world logging in and accessing all that information at the same time. So it's accessibility, um, it's, um, it's the sharing capability, so collaboration, being able to work on, on stuff together with your bookkeeper or your accountant. Um, but the biggest thing with cloud-based accounting is integration. So the ability to have a job management tool or a project management tool bolt onto the side of the accounting system and feed information in and out. That's what allows us to achieve that single entry of data. So cloud-based accounting has, has opened up access to people that didn't necessarily have access to it before, but it's allowing us to create these platforms. Um, we call it a business operating platform where um, you've got a number of components that are all bolted together to create a custom solution to suit your exactly your needs. Yeah, and you, I find one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest obvious advantages for me with, with using Xero is the reconciliation process. Yeah. So matching your purchase or justifying that purchase to a given field yeah absolutely so the bank feeds have been a huge time saver for business owners because uh, the old days of going and downloading a bank statement and then manually crossing off your money coming in and money going out of the account uh, and matching it up to invoices and bills and whatever that all goes away it's all automated now where the transactions feed straight into zero and they can automatically match up against invoices and bills that you've got in the system so that whole reconciliation process which used to take way too much time can be done from anywhere um i've heard a number of people say i can do my bank rec sitting on the toilet (laughs) (laughs) just what you want to do yeah um so i suppose to give an example of what you're talking about there so i can create an like when i invoice clinton for my time today um and i send it when i send in my five grand invoice um when he pays that, that amount gets paid into my bank and then the bank will then send a feed into my uh, accounting software and it automatically matches it. So it sees that there's an invoice created in there for 5,000 bucks. It sees that um, there's a payment that's been made there for $5,000 and then it will actually automatically match that and it asks me if I want to go ahead and reconcile that correctly. Is that a good summary? Spot on. Okay. I'm doing it right then. <laughs> Spot on. But I think what this highlights, this discussion... A lot of people will understand what we're talking about, but I think there'll be a lot of people that won't necessarily understand it because they haven't had to do this whole reconciliation and, and accounting kind of practices before. So I think education is really, really important with all of this to get some understanding of what you're doing and how you're doing it uh, because you, you know you, these tools are opening up um, 
opening up the capability for a lot of this stuff to be done by the business owner when traditionally it might have been done by uh, somebody else. So getting a bit of training, a bit of education about this stuff to understand it is really beneficial. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I'll use myself as an example here and you can tell me if I'm doing this wrong and if I am, I'll probably just edit this. (laughs) Um, So I have a a business account, a company account, and anything that I spend through the business goes through that account and that feeds directly into my zero. So I know that anything that's been spent on that card or anything that's come out of that bank account um, is directly related to my business. And then when it comes through into my zero feed, I can then reconcile that against um, a chart of accounts that relate uh, to whatever it is. So for example, it might be um, it might be accounting fees. It might be um, it might be marketing expense. It might be Google Apps. It could be products or whatever it is. Yep. Um, and so I I know and my accountant can see exactly what I've spent on what, and it makes it it just gives me a complete overview. Is that the right right way to do it? Spot on. Okay. Yeah. You're basically allocating all the money coming in and going out of the business, whether it's income or it's expenditure. And you're tracking it against areas that you want to keep a track of. So a lot of people will be sitting there saying, yeah, but my bookkeeper does all that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would argue that perhaps you'd be saving a lot of money by implementing the cloud or some like a cloud-based accounting software. Yeah, Yeah. potentially saving a lot of money. But I think I I see um, a, a bigger benefit to the business of reducing the manual data entry that's occurring and that time that's normally spent on data entry can then be spent on things that are more productive within the business so instead of the bookkeeper sitting there just punching in information potentially the bookkeeper could be there doing you know, the the um doing the uh, chasing of uh, chasing of uh, outstanding invoices or the chasing of quotes or the chasing of leads so being a bit more productive within the business instead of just doing reconcile, just doing manual data entry, because manual data entry is a big waste of time. It doesn't have to. You don't have to have that. And there are there are also automation tools around the chasing of outstanding invoices and the chasing of um, of quotes, like we mentioned before. So so I think time can be better spent within the business. You may not necessarily reduce um, the money being spent on administration, but the, time, the money that's being spent on administration can be a lot more productive and a lot more uh, effective within the business. Yeah, okay. And so if I was to implement cloud computing into my, into my trade-based business, as a general overview, not, not specifically, um, I mean, we're not talking about specific areas of cloud at the moment, but if I was to in, you know, implement cloud as a gen, in general, what, what would my business look like? Uh, access from anywhere. So... Yeah. Um, not having to go back to the office to find files and find documents and find emails. Uh, you'd be able to access it from your phone or your iPad or your tablet, whatever you've got. So freeze up a lot of um, admin time, traditional administration time. Uh, you, would, you would be able to get a lot of that administration work done out in the field instead of having to sit in front of the computer at 10 o'clock at night, uh, like I did so many times. Um, so I think just a lot more freedom a lot more freedom within where the business is being operated from mm-hmm. and a much greater flow of communication. If you've got staff, you can give the 
the staff a lot more info and data about the jobs that they're doing and they can collect a lot more info and data about the jobs that they've done. So really giving some structure to the business uh, intelligence and business information yep. uh, and being able to access that and analyse that from anywhere. So we'll probably dive into that a little bit deeper in the next coming episodes with job management and project management. Yep. Um, okay, well, look, do you think we've, any, we've missed anything there with like a general overview of cloud? No, I think that's, um, that's, that's scratching the surface. Yeah, of so, course. But no, that's a, that's a good, general, good general start. Okay, cool. And look, of course, if, um, if anyone needs to find out more information on cloud uh, computing, head across to tradypad.com.au and um, the guys there are completely over it. So they will uh, definitely be able to point you in the right direction. Um, any uh, takeaways? Uh, don't be afraid of it. Uh, I, I come across a lot of people that, that um, don't like change um, and are afraid of, of change and things they don't understand, but it's here to help you and it's going to absolutely change the industry and you either jump on board or you get left behind. So, so just uh, jump in with both feet and, um, and give it a crack and it will change your life. Yep, absolutely. And uh, I suppose what my takeaway from that would have been the whole duplication process. The the amount of time you waste on double entry is just outstanding. I've worked in, um, sorry, astounding. <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> um, I mean, I've worked in multiple organizations, as I'm sure many of you have, where you just feel like you're constantly doing the same thing over and over again, um, just entering the same data. And it's just, it's, it's so avoidable now with cloud. And um, I just... I can't encourage people enough to, to look into it into it further. Um, so that pretty much wraps up the first episode of this series. Um, thanks, Clinton, for stopping by. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me. In the next episode, we're going to talk, we're going to get a little bit deeper into, um, uh, into specifics with cloud. We're going to talk about uh, job management. So uh, stay tuned for that, and that's a wrap. So if you haven't already, head across to the siteshed.com and register for our Toolbox Talks where you'll be regularly sent great episodes just like this straight to your inbox so you'll never miss one. If you want to join the community, you can head across to the siteshed.com forward slash members where for a small monthly fee, you'll get access to regularly updated training material as well as access to our forum where you can mingle and collaborate with trade-based business owners just like you from all over the world. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head across to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us spread the word and reach the masses. Likewise, if you know anyone that might benefit from the content we create, then uh, please go ahead and share this with them. You've been listening to Toolbox Talks by The Site Shed. For more great content just like this, head across to thesiteshed.com and join the amazing community of savvy trade-based business owners. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.